Welcome to the biggest game of this giant season preview. And of course, it comes at a time when in the United States, COVID rates are rising, flu rates are rising, and people getting the cold, so cold rates are also rising. Alex and I fall into that category. <laughs> and um, so we're going to try and talk about this game as you know high intensity levels as we possibly can. Um, hopefully we don't pass out during it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it sucks, of course, for this game. Hopefully by Sunday, we're both well-rested and we're doing better. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're, we are both sick. So it really sucks when you have a podcast. Uh, but we've done it before. We can do it again. I don't think though, I think it's the first time we've both been sick at the exact same time, though, which sucks. A real uh, fun one. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. I mean, Alex, let me start with the question I do every episode. How are you doing? I mean, I've been better, uh, stuck in my house for the past five days with COVID, not the most fun. Um, yeah, um, I had COVID before, wasn't as bad as this time. This time really freaking sucks, um, but my voice is a lot better today, thankfully, uh, for this podcast episode, so that is good. Uh, and, you know, I'm excited for the game. I'm looking forward to actually watching something. Daytime television during the week is just not really it, I'm, you know, in case anyone uh, spends their whole day watching television, which I usually don't. Um, but in this, you know, week I have been, and uh, not not great. The NFL Network content during the day is really uh, not great. After after Good Morning Football, it really goes downhill. Um, but I do believe you got on Sunday, right? So you're technically your quarantine uh, stops after we're recording this Thursday night. So you technically you can go tomorrow. back out to the free world yeah. tomorrow if you wanted to. Yeah, tomorrow night is my back out of the free world apparently what are you gonna do are you just gonna step outside and take in the fresh air the cold new no Jersey i've already weather? been outside i had to take the garbage to the front and stuff like that <laughs> but yeah um, I, I don't know well hopefully by sunday you're all you're all good and ready for yeah. the game sunday night you even get some more time because it's a night game um it's true yeah but yeah. anyway so from what alex told me right before recording i will do most of the talking although i'm still sick so we'll see how this goes but i'll try alex is chugging his gatorade like uh, saquon barkley on the sidelines right now making sure his voice is still working all right so let's start this out obviously this is a rematch it's occurring on sunday night football which is everyone's favorite prime time uh you know appearance better than thursday night better than monday night it's two weeks after the giants and commanders game actually ended in a tie uh, and whichever team wins this game, it's it's pretty obvious, but whichever team wins this game um, has a much, much bigger chance of making it to the playoffs just because of the simple record against each other. Uh, they tied against each other, and now they're playing this game, and if a team actually wins and they don't tie again, that'll be a very big deal come standings. Uh, and in addition to that, let's look at what the Giants' schedule looks like for the next four weeks and what they need to do. So the Giants' remaining schedule is in Washington, in Minnesota, versus Indianapolis at home, and in Philadelphia for the final game of the season against the Eagles. Out of those four games, in order to make it to a wild card spot in the playoffs, the Giants need two wins. Let's be honest, the most likely wins that you know are going to come from those four games is against the Washington Commanders, which is happening Sunday night, and the Indianapolis Colts in a couple weeks. Minnesota is one of the best teams in football, although they did lose to Dan Campbell's uh, Detroit Lions, which a great story that they're doing ever since that win and that dominant defeat by the Lions against the New York Giants. They've been on an uphill climb from there. Um, so it's not Minnesota that I don't think they're going to get the win from. It's If there is a team that I had to choose, it's not the Eagles as they dominated against the Giants too last week. It's the Indianapolis Colts 
which uh, is a trending downwards team in the opposite direction. Remember, if you don't, um, Frank Wright was fired earlier in the season. (laughs) There's a cough. Jeff Saturday uh, was brought in by the organization, which was a very questioning uh, ruling that the NFL world took by storm. Uh, Why are you hiring a guy in the media? Why are you hiring a guy on ESPN, whatever it is? He's the interim coach for at least this season. We'll see if he stays in the organization past that point. But I think if there's two teams, two games that the Giants can win, it's against the Commanders, and it's also against the um, Indianapolis Colts. I mean, Alex, sorry I'm giving you the space to talk now, but I hope you can complete this sentence you're about to say or a couple sentences. Yeah, I'm good. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the Gatorade's been chugged. I'm ready to go. Um, I think in general, you look at this schedule – I, I know they did kind of like the analytics on this um, going into this game uh, on TV because I've been watching a lot of it recently. And basically, if the Giants win this game, they have like an 88% chance to make the playoffs. If they lose, it's like goes down to like 31. So big game, um, you know, for the Giants. And this result could really make a big impact. Minnesota away at Minnesota is going to be a tough game for sure. I think Indy at home uh, is definitely winnable. And I think even in the Eagles away at the end of the season could be winnable because I think they'll be resting a lot of their starters at that point um, for the playoffs would just be my guess. Um, But I think, yeah, in order to make the playoffs here, you need at least two from these final four. And if you get Washington uh, and win one more, I think you're definitely good. And I think if you lose to Washington, but win the other three, I think you're also good. But I think winning the other three would be really tough. So Giants really need to find two wins, um, as you said. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, in this upcoming schedule. But right now, all the Giants' focus has to be uh, on Washington. And Saquon Barkley is all focused on Washington because he says there's no doubt in his mind that he's going to be playing um, in this week's game despite uh, being limited um, in the Eagles game due to that neck injury. Uh, on Monday, Brian Dable referenced the soreness of Daniel Bellinger's ribs, uh, so it doesn't sound great right now for Bellinger, um, but we'll have to wait and see as the practices uh, keep coming and practice tomorrow and the game statuses tomorrow. Um, in addition, Dable also mentioned that it was too early about Leonard Williams, Adoree Jackson, Ben Bredesen, and Xavier McKinney, uh, and that Richie James was in concussion protocol and actually is still in concussion protocol. Um, and because of that, um, a, you know, a, a congruent move, I guess you can say, the Giants signed wide receiver slash kick returner Jaden Mickens to the practice squad. He played five NFL seasons uh, in Jacksonville and also in Tampa Bay. Uh, he's 28 years old, 2016 undrafted free agent. He's returned 69 punts. Uh, for an average of 8.4 yards, 35 kickoffs for an average of 23.2 yards. Um, And that's pretty much it for the Giants' new signing. And then going back to Saquon Barkley, um, Brian Dable is hoping that Barkley will be better by Sunday um, because at least the time he's, uh, for at least the time spent on Monday, um, nothing worse occurred in regards to his injury. And hopefully as time goes on, it will just be better. And eventually on Wednesday, uh, Barkley was a full participant. So that's very good signs uh, for the star running back. In addition to this info, we continue with our injury updates. Um, 
Yeah, the team is super banged up. I mean, we know that that's the NFL. That's just kind of how it goes. Let's talk about Xavier McKinney because Alex mentioned that it was too early to call on Monday. We have an update on that. Xavier McKinney has once again been ruled out of this game. We're still hoping that, you know, there's three weeks left in the regular season. We're still hoping he plays at least one of these games, but he's not going to suit up and go out there on Sunday night to play against the commander. So that's an update we have there. And the final update here, which is a small little exciting thing, is Ryder Anderson, the defensive lineman uh, that was a star for the Giants and for Chalk and Giants, especially the podcast. Uh, Those guys over there, Bobby and Justin, loved him, the defensive lineman. He got elevated and signed to the active roster. I think he got actually elevated last weekend for the game. He's now officially gotten signed. Um, So before Alex goes to the injury report, Uh, from Wednesday and Thursday. I wanted to mention that there. Congrats to Ryder Anderson. Yeah, um, and then moving on to the injury report um, on Wednesday. Actually, I'll just do them together this time. I think it'll save me some talking. Uh, Josh Azudu with a neck injury. Uh, He did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday. Adore Jackson knee did not participate either day. Richie James concussion did not participate Wednesday, was limited on Thursday. Dexter Lawrence had a rest day on Wednesday. He was all good for Thursday. Shane Lemieux with the toe did not practice either day. Um, Julian Love uh, had a rest day on Wednesday, was all good on Thursday. Jihad Ward, concussion, um, did not participate on Wednesday, but he was limited on Thursday. Bellinger with the ribs was limited both days. McLeod was limited with an illness on Wednesday, did not practice on Thursday. Ellerson Smith was limited uh, with an Achilles injury on Wednesday and then did not participate on Thursday. And he actually was placed on the IR and is done for the season. Josh, you have something to add before I finish? Oh, no, you can finish. I just want to break this down. But go uh, okay. Um, and then defensive line, uh, Leonard Williams, uh, he has a neck injury. He's limited both days. And Mike McFadden uh, with a neck uh, slash ankle. He's all good and was a full participant both days. Okay, so now to break this down, I want to kind of split it up into chunks. Let's first start out with the did not practices. Dory Jackson, uh, both days did not practice. And the same thing with, um, who were the other guys? Daniel Bellinger was the next one. I think it was just- He was limited both days, yeah. Or limited both days. Um, especially Leonard at, Williams was limited also both days. Sorry. So <laughs> I, I mainly just wanted to thank you, Alex. I mainly just wanted to talk about uh, Dory Jackson. He's been injured for a few weeks now, and this is not trending in an upwards direction. I don't think we see Adore Jackson. It's doubtful for him to play on Sunday, which sucks because we are still missing that number one quarterback, cornerback, excuse me. And they have been burned because of that. The Giants have been burned. Their cornerbacks have been burned is what I meant to say. And it's tough without Adore Jackson out there on the field. So another week and probably another game without Adore Jackson. That's a big one there. Daniel Bellinger, although he was limited both days, I heard that, or I didn't hear, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, in the building. Dable didn't whisper it to me, but I read on Twitter and articles throughout Giants media that um, even though he was limited both days, it's trending in the downwards direction just because, you know, ribs is a big deal. And, you know, with one hit, Alex, to the midsection, that can get even worse, uh, which could lead to, you know, broken ribs, the worst case scenario there. So we're really hoping for the best for Bellinger. Maybe he plays and he gets a limited snap count, similar to Saquon Barkley uh, last week at the running back position. We'll have to wait and see on that. And then the last thing that I had was 
look out for both not look out but look at the statuses in the next or tomorrow at least for Richie James and Jihad Ward. Uh, Brian Dable on Monday, I want to say, came out and said they're both in concussion protocol. So watch what happens there. Like I think, Alex, again, you mentioned earlier, uh, the Giants signed that kick returner, punt returner, wide receiver, whatever, to the practice squad. They also have Khalil Pimpleton, which they still haven't used yet, and he's been on the practice squad since the beginning of the season when the 53-man roster uh, came out, and then a few hours later they had the practice squad all done, and he was on it. And Tom, I just want to point this out. Thomas McGahey, the uh, special teams, excuse me, the special teams coordinator of the New York Giants came out in his press conference, I think earlier this week, and talked up Khalil Pimpleton a little bit, was saying that a lot of the Giants in practice can't tackle the guy. So he said, I, you know, it's not my decision whether he gets elevated or not. I'm just talking about how good he is and he's gotten a lot of people to miss. So Look out for Khalil Pimpleton. He might, you know, Thomas Begay, he might knock on Coach Dable's door and be like, yo, I think if uh, Richie James isn't able to play because of another concussion this season, um, you know, feel free to bring up Khalil Pimpleton, activate him from the practice squad because he could be a good, um, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? A good replacement um, at the return position and maybe get some snaps on offense. I don't think they would do that. I think it's just returning specialist maybe. But that's that. Okay. On to our NFL game picks. Last week we had a poor week. Alex was seven and five. I was six and six. But hopefully we looked and trend towards the right direction. Alex, are you good to read um, your normal part of this? Yes, I am. Uh, hopefully. I'm not going to get too excited about it. But yes, yeah, so we got actually some uh, Saturday games this weekend, which is certainly very exciting for NFL fans who have nothing better to do on the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, my COVID time period probably will be over, so I will have some better things to do, unfortunately, because uh, I really would have liked to watch, I don't know, 10 hours straight of football uh, like I do on Sundays, both days of the weekend. But anyway, uh, tonight when we're recording this is the 49ers and Seahawks. I think it's actually going to be a really good game. Excited to watch that one. Um, we both have the 49ers on Saturday, 1 o'clock. Vikings, Colts, we both have the Vikings. 4.30, Ravens-Browns, we both have the Ravens, Bills-Dolphins at a SNF Saturday night football edition, um, and we both have the Bills, Eagles-Bears uh, at 1 o'clock um, on Sunday, we both have the Eagles, Jets-Lions, I have the Jets, Josh is the Lions, Steelers-Panthers, um, we both have the Steelers, Chiefs-Texans, we both have the Chiefs, uh, Falcons-Saints, we, uh, we do not have the same, I have the Saints, Josh is the Falcons, um, Cowboys, Jaguars, we both have the Cowboys. And this is the part where I take over when the four o'clock games start. So let's start with the Cardinals and the Broncos. Both of the Cardinals winning that one. Uh, Patriots versus Raiders. We have the Raiders winning that game. Uh, moving on now to the Titans versus the Chargers. We both have the Chargers winning that game, although it could be closer than we expect. Bengals, Buccaneers, another game that could be close, or I think the Bengals run away with this one. We both have the Bengals winning there. Uh, we know who the Sunday night football game is. We're talking about it on this episode. Then the Monday night football game, Rams, Packers. Alex is the Packers winning. I have the Rams. And with that being said, that does it for our week 13, right? Week 14, week 13. I don't even know what week it is in the NFL. It's right 15, isn't it? 15? Week 15. Week yeah. 15 of the NFL. That does it for week 15 of our NFL picks. That's crazy, man. Wow. NFL season flows by. It really does suck that we're like coming down to the end here. Um, all right, let's go to our players to watch for this game. Giants versus Commander Sunday Night Football. I will start Kayvon Thibodeau. If you remember, he had a really huge stack 
almost got a safety on Taylor Heineke when he was uncovered in overtime, set the commanders up to punt, and gave the Giants a chance to uh, win the game. It did not happen, though. They ended in a tie, but he prevented them from driving down the field and winning. So I think Kayvon Thibodeau is another, uh, another attempt at being a player to watch here against Washington once again because he made an impact last time. And I know this could be a super boring one, like everyone knows this, Josh, but I'm going with it anyway. My commander's player to watch is quarterback Taylor Heineke. Why Taylor Heineke? Because Alex and I, if you haven't already, go listen to the Commanders versus Giants recap. We talked about how he completely torched the Giants and the Giants defense made him look like he was a top tier quarterback, which he isn't. So we're going to have to see if the Giants defense does better here. We're still some guys out, especially Dory Jackson. Uh, Terry McLaurin's probably going to cook up once again against this uh, secondary, but we'll have to wait and see. But my players to watch, Kayvon Thibodeau for the Giants and Taylor Heineke for the Commanders. We got to contain that guy. All right, so for my players to watch on the Giants, I think this game is going to be won or lost through Saquon Barkley and this running game. The Giants haven't shown a desire to move away from it, and if they don't move, uh, show a desire to move away from it, then it better be effective uh, in order to win this game. Is Saquon Barkley going to get the ball in space? Is there going to be nice gaps in the run game? That's going to be the difference for the Giants. And then on the commander side of things, uh, Chase Young, First time playing in over a year uh, for the star edge rusher, number two overall, uh, just a few years ago, picked ahead of Andrew Thomas, probably be going against Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal, both of whom have been struggling in the past few weeks. Are those guys going to be able to hold up against a ferocious uh, front that now includes Chase Young? And then my game predictions. I think this is going to be a close one. Great game on Sunday night football. Maybe not the most exciting, but I think it's going to be a good one. And I have the Giants winning 24-20, to 20, um, and we'll see what happens, but praying for that type of result. Biggest game uh, for the Giants in many, many years, and I'm pumped, uh, even if it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice, Alex. Um, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I said I'm um, like four times. Okay. This is tough for me to do, and I love having faith in my team. Although the Giants these past few weeks have really disappointed That's us. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. You love having faith in your team. You're always pessimistic. I have faith in them, though. Um, anyway, these past few weeks have just been disappointing football by the Giants. I'm sure Alex can agree. They've been exposed to the team they really are and not the one that had a really big winning record in, you know, towards the early parts of the season. And honestly, I think that exposure is just going to continue. I mean, these are two kind of teams that are in these later half, second half parts of a rebuild stage. You know, Washington, it's going to take them one or two years, just like it will the Giants until they can try and be Super Bowl contenders. So with that being said, I think you can tell where I'm going here. 27-20, commanders win. Ugh, I really hope I, I really hope I get proved wrong. Proven wrong, excuse me. Um, Because I love the Giants team. I love the New York Giants. If I didn't love them, we know we wouldn't have this podcast. So yeah, I, I'm just, I'm hoping I get proven wrong here and we'll have to wait and see, but yeah, 27, 20. Josh, you're getting me teary eyed. I know it's really, it sucks. All right. Let's just hope they, uh, they, they get me on my, on my toes and I'm jumping up for glory. Um, we'll, we'll have to see. I was just going to say we should watch that game together, but also you're probably going to like, I mean, you can, but you're going to have to wear a mask, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I'll still have to wear a mask. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Anyway, Maybe. I'm sure we'll display all of our whatever plans happened in our recap episode. <laughs> Let's just do this live on the podcast. Set it up now. So everyone can, everyone could know where I sat on the couch. <laughs> 
right <laughs> side, left side, or middle. Um. Okay. Anyway, let's uh. <laughs> Let's get to some plugs here to end the episode. To support our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could do so by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. You can find a lot of places to listen at shipitstudios.com slash the giant take. You can follow us on our social media channels, the giant take pod on Twitter and TikTok, the giant take podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel where we post a bunch of YouTube shorts similar to the TikTok, uh, but that's on our giant take YouTube channel called the giant take. It's very similar basically the same and um last thing i want to say is alex and i social medias or just twitter alex on twitter at anorian 23 i'm on twitter at joshua 29 and with that being said alex can you close this out do you have enough voice left it should only be 30 seconds yes thank you everyone for listening to today's episode of the giant take podcast and everyone get ready for sunday night football Get your lucky Giants hat on. Get your lucky Giants jersey on because we need this. The commanders need this, but we need it more. All right. The commanders haven't suffered like we have recently. All right. Uh, You know, just praying for a win, Josh. But, you know, put your fingers crossed in the air right now. All right. Good luck uh, to us. And hopefully we're recapping a win uh, on Monday. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.